Welcome back to the Flex of Gold podcast. I am at the same cemetery that I recorded the first Nephi 1713 and the Alma 3432 episodes by my grandparents' grave. I'm actually sitting on it right now. They lived wonderful lives. They really did. And it's just crazy how, how time flies. And uh, yeah, I'm not recording this with my podcasting mic or anything. It just seemed a little overwhelming to do that right now because doing it that way means I have to edit out more of the more of it, whereas if the phone it just does it a little bit easier. So we're opting for ease. And so there you go. <laughs> we're talking about First Kings nineteen eleven though. There's a couple raindrops, there's a couple birds. Hopefully that adds to the atmospheric part of it. And I just hope that you're having a good day. And he said, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind and after the wind an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake and after the earthquake a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire and after the fire is still small boy. So basically first Kings 1912, I guess would be what we'll have this be under the episode title but i just love this a lot i mean i remember hearing about this in seminary and it's like you could hear earthquake you could hear all these different things like so loud so physically loud and a dominating like presence like holy cow we have to turn our attention to that and all this crazy stuff happens all of a sudden there's this like voice like hey i'm still here i'm looking out for you i've certainly had that happen a bunch of times in my life where there seems to be a lot of chaos and then when you take that quiet moment, you kind of get that sense of, yeah, God is God is in this. God is here. I was reaching out to one of my cousins and talking. He's he's in Utah. And I was just telling him about how it seems like my life sort of feels like it was turned upside down a little bit with the Florida thing I'll work out. He's like, well, you know, if the Lord's in it, like, you're good. <laughs> and I'm like, I know. But, but, but yeah, so... It's kind of funny, though, because sometimes we want God to answer a certain way. And I've had answers to prayer come up from reading like The Ranger's Apprentice or even playing like I was playing Donkey Kong Country 2 a little bit earlier today. And it just kind of came to mind, like how you need to have like people to help you get up to higher places and you need to have join your journey and all this other stuff. It just kind of resonated and was able to feel that, you know, it was from playing this game that I played a lot you know, when I was younger. And it's just really beautiful how God can talk to us in these things if we'll just let him, right? There's just a lot of different other things I would share right now. It's starting to rain a little bit, which is a little concerning. But it's interesting because Elijah, I believe this is right. Elijah had been cast out. He had just was not getting really a lot of love from the people he was trying to preach to and stuff. And the Lord kind of showed him here, like, I, I'm still here for you. Elijah has a very powerful story in that the Lord like kept him going and like sustained him, like sustained him when things were crazy. Like the Lord sent ravens to like give him bread and, and stuff like that. And like, that's, that's real talk. Like that's like, Oh my, like, but the Lord does that when when that is what needs to happen. I've had that happen. I had that happen on my mission trip where, you know, bikes almost got stolen. A number number of other things happened. And then somebody just gives us a pizza out of nowhere or something. And 
those tiny little things like they matter such a big amount because for me they remind me that god is still very 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 close right like being here literally sitting on this tombstone it reminds me that there's these lives that were so closely like attached to me and like part of me right like some of my grandparents blood is in my blood you know and so it's important to like remember them and remember what they sacrificed and how none of that is really that far away like there's a number of quotes and movies and stuff this kind of a cliche it's like they're not actually gone as long as you remember them and i don't believe you know, I believe obviously that God is aware of all of our struggles and needs and that he takes all of that into account when he, when it comes to, you know, where we, we go after this life, you know, believe that we go to the spirit world, we get to be taught there, we get to learn and grow there. And we, that happens until, until judgment, you know, and that's something that, you know, the Lord is in the details of that. I don't, I don't understand that completely, you know, that's what members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints believe. Anyway, I do love when people talk about, you know, how they believe that they'll see their family again. Because of course they will. You know, if God put them in your life, and it's family and somebody you love. I mean, he's aware of the thoughts of our hearts. I can't imagine, you know, like that. Like a credit, like I think of like playing a video game. This, where are we going? I don't know. We're just going for it. So there's this video game, Paper Mario, the first Paper Mario. And after you beat the game, you only get brought back to your very last save point. So you can actually do nothing else in the game once you've crossed the the finish line. And it's really kind of sad because like you beat the game and you're like, okay, well, there's all these other quests I can do. There's all these other things I can do. And... Yet when you beat the game, quote unquote, beat the game, it only brings you back to your last save point. And so you can't really like have that memory of like beating Bowser without like playing the rest of the game. I don't know. It's this weird reverse psychology thing, but they change it up in Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, which is my favorite game period, probably. And obviously my favorite of Paper Mario's. You beat the final boss and then it's like, hey, here your quest continues. Hey, this is happening. Now you can do this. And it just, the doors open up instead of close. And this is a lot of how I think of life, you know, is this is, you know, a preparation period. This is a learning period. This is a growing period and certainly not the end. Do I know exactly what the next life look like? looks like? No, I don't. But I know enough about God to know that that is not, something that is on the table you know it's just not on the table so we'll just leave it at that i mean you can obviously there's a lot of other resources and things you can look at i think prayer is obviously like one of the best ones ask god you know the source of all truth about the truth of these things that's something i shared on my mission about the book of mormon and so many other stuff i mean i'm just one person but the spirit can teach you and help you out and be that still small voice, like speak to you and help you out. There will be all kinds of opposition, earthquakes, fire. I mean, it literally gets talked about in like Luke 21 all over the place. But also in Luke 21, we get that banger scripture of, oh boy, you got this down. You got this. <laughs> it says, uh, 
in your patience possess your souls. Yeah, I knew it was there. I knew it was there. So it was like in your patience possess your souls. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just like, all right, you know, Florida didn't work out. Well, the Lord is going to make something else work out. It's going to work out. It's all going to be good. It's all chill. It's all fine. And I'm just enjoying the moment. I'm enjoying the journey. I'm enjoying each day. So I hope this gave you some perspective. I know we went all over the place. Was not expecting to do that Paper Mario thing. That came out of nowhere. But that is what I feel about it. So that is there. That now that, uh, <laughs> That is there now. That is there now. And I guess I'll just share one other quick thought that's just on my mind right now. Like, sometimes it really is about practice and knowing that practice is going to lead to permanent. Even if it isn't there right now and you're like, why am I doing this? Over time, the practice makes sense because the practice leads to so many other amazing things happening. Like with basketball, for example, the NBA people, they don't get good at playing from just playing they practice relentlessly and that helps them get better if somebody played in the nba and they only like played in the games didn't actually practice they would get kicked out of the nba really quickly because you got to keep practicing you got to keep showing up and the same thing is true of life your christian journey your success journey your whatever journey fill in the blank journey you know right now i feel like i'm on sort of like a quote-unquote endless virtue journey and really trying to let myself be in those places where it lifts me up. It helps me build up others and spend all my time with that and be extremely focused and intentional because, you know, a lot of amazing things have happened by accident or quote unquote by accident, or I sort of trip into it. But Like me going to the library, for example, I had a cool little talk with this girl that was studying chemistry and I was like, look forward to the time when you're able to study whatever you want, whenever you want, and know that the running that you're doing, that is going to be very helpful for you because that helped me in a lot of ways. So we'll leave it at that. Remember the flex of gold. Well, we should probably end it off a little bit better. (laughs) Like, Remember like those tiny little things? they can really make a big difference for you. And I'm reading a book actually called Effortless from Greg McEwen. I'd love for him to be a guest on my Yield Today podcast. That'd be super dope. He is a, he's a really cool guy. I'm really inspired by, by him. But he's like, you know, when you make it just a little bit easier on yourself for like what success looks like, it makes a big difference. So we'll just leave it at that. Remember the flex of gold you pick up today will shine for you today, tomorrow, and forever.